Greetings, I'm your host Dark Vet, and welcome to this internet radio frequency for a new episode of Out in the Universe. Before we get into today's episode, I want to give a major content and trigger warning regarding human sex trafficking and abuse. So if you're not comfortable with this topic, it's okay for you to stop here. On today's episode, we have a very sensitive, troubling, sickening, gut-wrenching, and dangerous topic to talk about today. It's a difficult topic and not for the faint of heart. This is a very hard episode for me to write, but it's something that needs to come to light if we're ever able to rid the world of this scourge. It's a topic that needs to be talked about, it needs to be raised to light, because it's something that we have to face as a global society. It's not a conspiracy theory, and it's something that the global elite will destroy lives and kill to keep secret. So what is this topic? Elite Sex Trafficking and Jeffrey Epstein. Before we go into this, I want to say that I support all survivors of trafficking and abuse of any type. I support anyone and everyone doing their best to help people out of these situations. You are all very much appreciated, loved, valued, seen, and heard. As a survivor of childhood sexual abuse myself, this is an important topic for me to talk about, as my desire is to bring light to this so more people in our world can work to help trafficking victims and abuse escape these situations for good, and so that we can also bring the culprits of these atrocities to justice. So let's get into this. Again, I do want to give a content and trigger warning regarding human sex trafficking and abuse. And again, if you're not comfortable with this topic, it's okay for you to stop here. Without further ado, please leave your agendas, your preconceived notions, and your biases at the door and enter with an open mind. No agendas, no BS. Now let's head out into the universe. Do you ever wonder why so many women and children go missing worldwide every year? Do you ever wonder why those in global power structures rarely ask questions about this? Do you ever wonder why very few in power are willing to even look into sex trafficking? Do you ever wonder why the mainstream media rarely, if ever, reports on this? Do you ever wonder why it's largely left to everyday people like you and me to fight to save sex trafficking victims and survivors? Let's start with Jeffrey Epstein, a sickening financier and sex trafficker who owned mansions in Manhattan and Florida, as well as an island in the Caribbean called Little St. James Island, or as it's also known, Pedophile Island. Epstein was arrested on July 6, 2019 on his way back from Paris on his private jet. The charges of his arrest were sex trafficking and conspiracy allegations that he had paid girls as young as 14 for sex and had them recruit other young girls into his organization. Strangely, he died in prison in New York City on August 10th, 2019. Officially, it was ruled a suicide, but there were many powerful interests all around the world that had a lot to lose if Epstein squawked. So, it's become widely thought by many, and even became a trending hashtag at one point, that Epstein didn't kill himself. Epstein, along with his cohort, Ghislaine Maxwell, were, for all intents and purposes, linchpins in the world of global sex trafficking. There are two links in this episode description that help line things up with this. The first link goes to the full flight logs from Epstein's flights to his island and other places. The second link goes to a very difficult to read chart 
showing connections between Epstein and those who were passengers on his various flights. And there are a lot of connections. There are also a number of other links to various articles that provide a bit more insight into this topic. However, this is one topic I would definitely ask you, as always, to do your own research. It's also a topic that will take some digging to find info for. The chart in the link above is hard to read because there are a lot of names on it, some of which are very prominent people like former President Bill Clinton, his wife Hillary Clinton, former President Donald Trump, former Clinton staffer John Podesta, Oprah Winfrey, England's Prince Andrew, Microsoft founder and philanthropist Bill Gates, former CEO of L Brands, Les Wexner, Kevin Spacey, Chris Tucker, Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, MIT Media Lab Director Joy Ito, former U.S. Virgin Islands Governor John DeJong, Barclays CEO Jess Stanley, Harvey Weinstein, and numerous other Hollywood media moguls, corporate CEOs and board members, members of the mainstream media, actors, actresses, entertainers, U.S. and global government officials, and on and on. So like I said earlier, he was a major, if not the major, linchpin in this entire global organization that would actually be termed as organized crime and subject to the United States RICO Act, or the Racketeer-Influenced and Corrupt Organizations Act. This act was passed as part of the Organized Crime Control Act of 1970 and was designed specifically to target corrupt organized crime syndicates like this, as well as various mafia and mob organizations throughout the country. There are so many powerful people linked to Epstein and Maxwell that I believe this is why he was allowed to be killed. Links to such powerful people is why Maxwell was essentially sentenced for human trafficking to nobody. My belief is that this shows how many people are afraid of what would happen if people were named. So the courts don't want to name anyone. The governments don't want to name anyone. No one wants to name anyone because to do so would incite the wrath of the elite and would likely end up in complete destruction of people's lives and death by quote, mysterious circumstances, quote, supposed suicide, or an quote, accident of some type. Again, these elites will do anything to be allowed to keep their satanic sex trafficking going. And honestly, it's absolutely sickening. What's worse is when we look at the fact that there are a large number of survivors who have come forward stating that they were underage when these incidents occurred. This indicates that there is a distinct child trafficking element to the global elite sex trade as well as to Epstein and his cohorts. One person I'd like you to look into is a person named Juiced Knievel from the Netherlands. He's a survivor of sex trafficking and there is a link in the description to his story. And it's honestly absolutely heartbreaking. Now of the people who've actually been caught, all of this seemed to hang on Epstein and Maxwell as well as Prince Andrew, Sarah Kellen, and other likely low-level members of the organization. Epstein's cohort, Ghislaine Maxwell, was arrested in July 2020 and has been largely held at the Metropolitan Detention Center in Brooklyn. She was sentenced on June 28, 2022 to 20 years in prison and is supposedly under 24-hour surveillance. Now, of course, as with Epstein, he was also under 24-hour surveillance, but that didn't stop him from supposedly killing himself. 
Can you hear me rolling my eyes? Of course, we all know he very likely was murdered. There are so many questions surrounding his death, but no answers. So now we worry about Maxwell and if she'll squawk and or die just as mysteriously. But only time will tell. Now, with Maxwell's sentencing, her and her attorneys have of course appealed the ruling, but it's highly unlikely that she will get anything out of it. She's been hung out to dry. And again, only time will tell to see what happens with her. So now we use this as a segue into talking about the role of the global elite in this whole trafficking organization. Let's just say that this sex trafficking is big business and worth over $100 billion a year. Let me say that again. It's a business that is worth over $100 billion a year. It's an epidemic, and not just in the US, but globally. One of the biggest events that facilitates sex trafficking is actually the Super Bowl. It's a highly publicized event, but apparently has a very large dark side. To add on to this, there are a large number of conspiracy theories out there about sex trafficking and the elite satanic abuse of children. One of the more famous ones to come about recently was the right-wing group QAnon, who brought out a bunch of theories and supposed evidence about this. This is a whole other episode, but as out there as QAnon was, some of the stuff they said about elite sex trafficking and child abuses may actually have been reasonably accurate. They named names of people linked to Jeffrey Epstein in the years before he was arrested and before his flight logs were posted publicly. But yet these people were called crazy, right-wing, white supremacist conspiracy theorists who were sowing seeds of hate and subverting society, etc. My point is, was any of what they said about elite pedophilia true? I don't know. But I do know that sex trafficking, and especially child sex trafficking, are very real scourges on our society. As the old saying goes, if you want to distract people from bringing out, learning, or believing truth of certain events or topics, you label them conspiracy theorists. Makes sense, doesn't it? If you call someone a conspiracy theorist, it automatically takes away their legitimacy. Think of believers in UFOs and aliens. They were called conspiracy theorists for many, many decades, but now it's coming to light that UFOs and aliens likely do actually exist. But to kind of drive this point home, let's take a step back and look at a few other conspiracy theories that have turned out to be true and have legitimate evidence to back them up. Once it was thought that only one man did this, but it's been found to be true that more than one person actually did work to murder President Abraham Lincoln. Once thought to be a real incident, the Gulf of Tonkin incident that got the U.S. into the Vietnam War has been proven to be false and has been stated that the U.S. Navy actually fired at boats that weren't really there. Before it was actually linked to him in 1974, Watergate theorists had stated that they believed it was in fact linked to President Nixon. Before it was exposed as true in 1987, the Iran-Contra affair was stated by theorists that the U.S. was secretly trading weapons with Israel. Once a conspiracy theory, Operation Valkyrie, the unsuccessful plot to kill Adolf Hitler near the end of World War II, was proven to be true. 
Even though many have their opinions on this, the New World Order and Illuminati have been exposed to be a reality in our world at the highest levels of global power structures. For a long time it was thought that they perished, but it has been found that Amelia Earhart and Fred Noonan actually may have survived their crash. Supporters of John Lennon had long thought that the US government was spying on him, but thanks to Freedom of Information Act releases, this has been confirmed to be true. Before it was known that smoking cigarettes caused cancer, this was deemed a conspiracy theory. But today we know differently thanks to those who worked to bring this to light and to science. Before Edward Snowden and other whistleblowers came forward, few outside of conspiracy circles believed that the government was and is tracking our phone and internet usage. Today we know this is very invasively true. After World War II, theorists thought that the US government secretly brought Nazis over to the US, but this took a while to be proven true. Today we now know this as Operation Paperclip, which did in fact bring over thousands of Nazi scientists and their families. And as most of us were taught in history class growing up, Adolf Hitler actually did not die at the end of World War II. Today we have proof that he made it to Argentina and lived out the remainder of his days there. This is one very unnerving thing considering all the blood he had on his hands. And contrary to some theorists who believe the moon landings were faked, there is documented evidence that they actually did happen. Another thing we all learned in history class is that Lee Harvey Oswald in his single bullet theory acted alone to kill President John F. Kennedy. But new evidence, FOIA requests, and deathbed confessions have shed new light on the fact that Oswald really didn't act alone in the plot to kill the president, and that there were many others that really did act to kill him, unfortunately. And thought to be just a story in the Bible, proof has been found that the Egyptians really did drown in the Red Sea as the Book of Exodus depicts. And like I said earlier, another big one that's being left out of the bag is UFOs. For many decades, many a theorist has stated time and time again that UFOs or aliens are real. And we're slowly finding this to be true now. I put all of this out there to suggest that as crazy as it may sound, after the arrest of Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell, the Nixvim cult, trials of Prince Andrew, and shedding light on Nambla, which is the North American Man-Boy Love Association. Personally, I think that's just sickening in and of itself, because yuck. We know that elite pedophilia and sex trafficking are increasingly being shown to be a real thing. Can we really say that elements of the Pizzagate conspiracy, as it was called, were not in fact real? Honestly, I don't know. I can't say if it's true or not. But again, one thing we do know is that sex trafficking is very real and that elites are involved given stories from many a survivor as well as other information that has come to light in recent years. And chances are that a lot of elites and entertainers and Hollywood people are caught up into this because they want to be quote unquote successful or highly successful and thus the elites blackmail them and catch them in compromising positions so that they can't get out of it. And if you refuse anything like this, you don't become successful or you end up dying mysteriously. 
However, there is a lot about elite sex trafficking that we don't know. The problem still continues to be that we as a global society are deathly afraid to confront and question the global leadership on any of this. But that's exactly what we need to do. We need to demand answers from them, confront them en masse, and if necessary, remove these people from power by force if necessary. One thing I do want to point out before we close out of this episode is that the only, and I repeat, the only sitting U.S. president to ever actually try and fight this horror show was actually President Donald Trump. Now, I don't really care what people think about him. What I know for certain is that he was the only U.S. president to set up a White House task force fully funded to deal with sex trafficking and bringing these people to justice. All in all, more sex traffickers were arrested under his administration than any other in American history. Another interesting side of this is that one of the first things President Joe Biden did when getting into office was defunding and disbanding this task force. Now, if that's not telling, I'm not sure what is. Now, I would think that any rational president would really want to continue funding and fighting this stuff unless they were somehow involved in it. Makes you think, doesn't it? Friends, I don't know what the right answer is here. This is an extremely painful thing for our world to have to confront, given how much faith we put in the powers that be. But at some point, we really do need to confront this with our world leaders, entertainers, corporate and media officials, and others who we find may be involved. They need to be held accountable for this by any means necessary even if it means using force to remove these people from power. However, we need to do that. But the question we need to ask ourselves as we begin to confront this epidemic in our country and our world is this, where are our hearts today? For only if we stay rooted firmly in the light can we begin to confront and eradicate this evil scourge from our world. I want to thank you for tuning in today about this very difficult and distressing topic, and I want to commend you if you listen to this whole thing. Please know that I love you, and I hope you pass this on and take some time to consider how you can help trafficking victims and survivors. Thank you again for listening today. We look forward to seeing you next time out in the universe. Friends, stay safe, keep your eyes, heart, and mind open and aware. Until we meet again, light, love, and blessings to you all.